Hi guys, and welcome to episode nine, season two of the Weekly Freestyle. For myself, Tom Dean, and my co-host Alex Sutton, we're recording slightly earlier than normal this week because Alex is heading over the border up to Scotland um, with the missus for a weekend away. So we're doing a Friday record um, before next Wednesday's next Wednesday's drop. So unless something crazy happens in the world over the weekend, then uh, um, yeah, we should be all up to date with everything. But uh, looking forward to a weekend away. Yeah, it should be nice. I think there's a lot of rain in Edinburgh at the moment. Um, so I was just saying to you earlier, when the plane lands, we might be landing on water, uh, but hopefully that'll be all right. But mm. we had a bit of a, a bombshell because we thought the Christmas markets were going to be there this weekend, but I think they've delayed it by a week. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole appeal of going to Edinburgh is basically gone now. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds so like you should just sack it off and come to Bath with the boys. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe we'll, um, <laughs> there'll be a, a message mid-flight on the plane that says, we're, yeah. "Yeah, we're yeah. no longer heading up north." It'll be a very, it'll be a much shorter flight. Mm. Um, still a, still a lovely city. Very Heath, nice. Heathrow to Bristol. Yeah. Um, uh, and, oh, I meant Edinburgh, but yeah, no. Oh, Heathrow, yeah, yeah, Heathrow Edinburgh, to Bristol flight. Edinburgh is a lovely city. Have you swum up there before? Uh, many times, many, many times. Yeah. yeah, it's one of our, it's one of our annual. One thing we're going to get into actually in this episode is training blocks for every. Every year, it's we we race there at least once a year, if not twice. Brilliant pool, yeah. I love it. Really great city as well. Big Are you fan. heading up there this year, or is there? Yeah, we'll be going in March. The first weekend of March is the Edinburgh International. I think I should uh, cool off this weekend in Edinburgh this week, and then just delay it till then. You schedule. I'm, I'm sure the Christmas markets will still be on. <laughs> yeah, they're there for so such a long time. So yeah, they'll probably be all, be all right. Yeah, yeah, no um, doubt. No, that's good stuff, mate. And, one thing we wanted to start off with actually was chatting about the episode we recorded just a few days ago on Tuesday. Yeah, it's um, come around quick. It has come around quick, but we've we've so it dropped we recorded on Tuesday, dropped on Wednesday. And I'd had a tough session on Monday night and I went into a bit of depth. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead and you know scroll back and click on that episode and it's a unique one. It is a bit different. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and fun and you know, chatting about how great it is being an athlete and all the great stuff that comes from training it was a real kind of bad day at the office I think is the best way to put it mm. and we both had quite a few responses so I mean I, I don't know what you've heard from people uh, about the episode yeah I was I was asking people about it and I think yeah if we're if we're really truthful about it I think your way you were obviously in that session and maybe for the record as well was like a different headspace to where you usually are um, yep. and I've I met up with um went out for dinner last <laughs> night with a couple of family and obviously asking them oh, what, what did you think and uh, they actually said that was actually so refreshing um in terms of actually you referring to I guess the swimming as your job um yeah. which it is and I know obviously it is there are definitely perks with it and like such great stuff and, and all that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it is your almost your nine to five. So imagine if someone, if I made a podcast about like my work in the week, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. always going to be, um, I guess the fun stuff. Um, and also we, uh, Steve from pool boy, um, shout out to, to him and all the work he does. Um, he's got in touch with us a couple of times and we'd, we'd be keen to do something at some point. Um, but yeah, he actually wrote an article on it. Um, and I think there was a couple of articles on it. Um, if mm. I just just grab it up, because you you've had a read of that, didn't you? Didn't yeah, you? I did have a read. No, you're right. It was it was just going back to that. Episode. It's a good thing we did record it on the Tuesday and not the Monday, because we were scheduled to record on the Monday. And and I said I was feeling a bit under the weather, but the reason was my head was just double <laughs> egg after that. After that session, it was too fresh. 
and I think I would have been a bit more um, scathing in my remarks about Dave and the session and all my sorts. job and all that stuff. So luckily, we let maybe even this podcast. Money. Maybe, mate. Maybe <laughs> you, to be honest, pal. Maybe you would have you would have got in the firing line. Everything. I was not happy on Monday night. I was not in a good way. Um, so uh, <laughs> that poor microphone in front of you, you dishwasher, that toast in the background. Everything's getting <laughs> getting ripped into. Oh, so um, no, luckily we luckily we did shift it for the for the Tuesday. But I forget sometimes. So when I think about my job, it's it's literally eight till six every day. And we get a break for lunch. We might, we get a slightly longer lunch break than most people. You know, might get two hours yeah. instead of like one or something. But we are a nap break. You're working. Yeah, you're working. You're conscious of it. Eight, eight till six, pretty much. We dive in at eight. And we get out the pool at six in the evening. And I remember um, I was explaining to my friend once. I was like, when whenever we come in on a Monday morning, you know, and we we do it's something called social kick where you, in part of the session you might just do like an easy hundred meter swim. It's like catch so just, up for a coffee. We have well, that at the city council. Yeah, well, you you'll be doing a bit of social kick on Monday morning and just be saying, oh. What do you get up to on the weekend? You know, it, it is it is clocking on. It is a professional environment. And it is like an office. And when I explain that to people, they always think it's a bit weird, but actually, that's how it is. You know, that's 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 how we view it. You know, you have um, you work six days a week. It's a job, and it it stays with you. And sometimes you take it home, and you know, sometimes you kind of leave it at the door, and it can have good days and bad days. But um, yeah, that was that was very much not a good day. That was a bad day, and um, we were able to talk about it, and we were able to discuss it. And I think, like you said, it gave a bit of a refreshing, you know, view and window into an athlete's world where it's not always perfect. You know, you're not robots and it's not like clocking on and feeling great. You know, some sessions I really, really cannot be be asked to train. Yeah. I don't want to dive in the pool. I'm not up for it. They're the real, real, you know, especially as we're getting into November, December, January, February time, it's dark and cold. Yeah, that is, you know, yeah, I, I like everyone. I'm realising that as well at the moment. Like everyone, you know, you know, on a Sunday night, you know, you get that Sunday night dread. Yeah. And it's like eight in the evening just, on a Sunday. Just after Strictly Come Dancing results has oh, finished. No. You know, that's the highlight yeah. of the week. You know, you yeah. had to say goodbye to one of your favourite couples. But as soon as that's gone, mm, what more have you got left for the weekend? As soon as the credits start rolling, <laughs> the dread starts. As soon as Tess and Claudia in. say goodbye and oh, keep dancing. No. <laughs> oh, that's the worst feeling. The worst, isn't it? Absolutely the worst. But, you know, it's just like, and you realize you've got a whole working week ahead of you a tough tough working week you know and you just got to kind of get through like i always try and get through to the end of monday because tuesday we have recovery and i try and get through to wednesday afternoon when we have a bit of a break and then it's like try to get through to friday morning when we've got recovery and then by that point you've just got two swims left and you know so it's a tough block and it's a tough block we're in at the moment and we're going to chat about it a little bit in in this episode about training cycles but no we did have an article written about that episode, yeah. which is quite cool. Yeah, no, so cool. I just I just want to touch on the article because it was a really cool one. And we said to Steve, you know, keep up the good work. And I think it's a good reminder to us that the great thing about this space is that it is so relaxed. Obviously, we're so relaxed. But, you know, when we are speaking in front of the microphone, you know, things are going to get potentially written about, especially if, it's, if it has a, a swimming spin on it. Um, I was actually really impressed that he did actually manage to write down the whole set that you described <laughs> because yeah. when, when you're reading it out, I think I got you to double check it, but I would have had no idea what, um, like what the set actually was. So you must have really slowed that to slow motion to really, to really get that out. Uh, but there are some good quotes in here. Um, so, so yeah, shout out to uh, your training partner as well. How is he? Uh, is this a Japanese from a Katsu yeah, how, Matsumoto? Good. And I'm really glad they included his quote because it was a great quote. Um, and I know, you know what? I went back last night. We had another threshold effect set and it was tough. 
it was really tough. It included a stand-up 200 free, two stand-up hundreds, and then four stand-up 50s at the end of each round. Did you get I was that, like, Steve? you know what? Did you get that? I'm going to that again. <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll give you the whole set, actually, while you're here. Three 150s aerobic, four 100s threshold, stand-up 200. And then there's three 150s, four ones, two stand-up hundreds off 230. And then three 150s, four ones thresh, four 50s off 115 stand-up. So it was a brutal set. But I was like, you know what? going to try and redeem myself, have a better session than I did on the Monday. I felt fresh. I like recovered really well. I ate really well. I went in with a good mindset and I really wanted to try and redeem how I executed Monday night. And I felt a lot better than I did on the Monday. And I went in and I actually did a great stand-up 200 beat him on the 200 you know which i was really happy with um and then we were head to head on the i did i am on the 100 so i didn't rate him but we were head to head on the 50s and we really pushed each other on and it was a great great session and um you know we had a good we had a good chat about it after and you know congratulated each other so yeah it was brilliant and that's what it's all about and that's what dave highlighted this morning said you know you gotta be able to come back when you when you don't have a good one and and, and yeah so right off the week you know just just park it and move on it's a long week isn't it um but yeah it's good good for you guys to you and your training pal to be on good terms again did you still give him a lift back nah yeah i just <laughs> made him get the bus <laughs> no nah, i gave him a lift back yeah and i picked him up in about an hour as well no I'm, i think yeah i think that just shows it doesn't it that um when you take things uh in an isolated situation um you know they can see they can see in one way but yeah once you just just take a little bit of perspective get back into it um and then you're not throwing your your floats and your fins against the wall and it's all good exactly and it's all good it's Love all to good see it. um yeah i've actually taken just a couple of weeks off well no not a couple of weeks a couple of days off just feeling a little bit under the weather and as you were saying with this kind of the time of year i think it is spoken about a lot and i think for in general people really i guess can struggle to get out or like even if it's just when you get up and it's so dark and when you're leaving the office it's so dark mm um and yeah it's like pushing yourself to to get out there and i guess do a do a little bit of exercise or continue to pursue your hobbies for like that two or three months of the the year when it's cold um but yeah i just took a couple of days off myself so hopefully it will will do me some good and, and actually there's no harm in sort of i guess being easy on yourself and you've got to think about the the long term which is mm. maybe where we can slide quite nicely into this the idea of sort of these these macro micro cycles um that we're looking to base today's episode yeah. on yeah so macro micro cycles so the macro cycle so these are two words that my coach dave has coined in there and they're how i've lived the last four years of my life basically you know uh living by these macro micro cycles where you have the macro cycle I don't have one to hand, unfortunately. I've got a micro cycle. And, sounds um, like it sounds like something you'd have in your pencil case. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you should do. But um, I've well, I pin them on my wall sometimes. So I've got uh, this. I've got this here. So it says, um, I, obviously the the the. the you've got a nice bit this. of bit of paper in front of you. Got a lovely bit of paper. Why didn't you scrunkle the paper by the microphone? <laughs> just so people know i'm not lying so it's got it's got a week's plan on it and it says week one of three so this is the the three weeks heading into my world short course um bath performance center 22 23 season and it's got the uh, fukuoka 2023 in the top right corner as the ultimate aim for this season mm. macro cycle number one micro cycle number 10 weekly emphasis rest and competition phase and then it says um some keywords at the bottom that we are. Uh, that we live our taper by. So 
Nice. The macro cycles are the big cycles that dictate the entire season, normally three of them. September to Christmas with a winter meet, normally short course. Christmas to the trials in April, and then April to the major competition in summer. They're yeah. the three macro cycles. We'll get given them, and we see how within each macro cycle, there are micro cycles where you'll have three weeks normally of work with a specific goal and focus followed by a recovery week and then backed yeah. up by another three weeks of work with a different focus recovery week. You have your tapers on there. You have a way your, your, your landing program, what percentage of, of maximal exertion it is. So for example, in an aerobic block, a three week aerobic block, you'll have a hundred percent in the gym. You know, you're going as hard as you can in the gym. Yeah. Whereas when we go into an anaerobic block, we need to be slightly fresher in the water, less fatigued in the gym because we're doing such high quality work. So you'll have maybe 75, 80% in the gym and that'll line up so you may have two or three maybe even four norm, normally two or three micro cycles within each macro cycle and yeah. then within each micro cycle there are individual week plans wow, such as the one i've got here so it's like, on so it's this, like a three-layered thing then basically yeah exactly exactly and it's and you know even lower i'd say four layers wow. because on each day i'll see so for example on next tuesday i'm in the water eight till ten i know we've got a race pace session followed by um, a gym session. I've then got a soft tissue session at 2.15, pre-pool, which will be in shoulder capacity, followed by a short course recovery session in the evening. So that's a wow. day yeah. that makes up. So I know exactly what I've got into 15-minute increments every single day where my whole week uh, lines up. That makes up a week. That week will be one part of what is normally a three-week micro cycle, which will be one of maybe two or three cycle micro cycles within a macro cycle. Yeah. Each macro cycle, three of them make up one season, and there's four seasons in an Olympic quad. So that's how I really that's go about how thinking it's broken about down. It. So essentially, I'll pin this up on my wall and I'll cross off each session. I'll give it a tick when I've done it. Uh, and I know that each session makes up a week, micro, macro, season, Olympic quad. And that's nice. really how I make that link between what I'm going to do in the next two hours yeah. and what I'm going to do two years down the line at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, that's that's mad how to... how much detail there is that's going into that. Is that pretty much written by Dave, your coach? Yeah, completely. Completely. So he, when when does he sort of prepare that? Because if he's if you say, What are we? We're in November now, but you could how far ahead do you know what you're doing? Like, I guess obviously you know the, the big plan, but could you tell me on mm. like May the 14th what you're doing at like say 859 for example do you know that far ahead or is it kind of like i could have a i could have a good idea if i knew what day it was um i would have a roughly good idea because i know we'll be back into a solid block of work either anaerobic aerobic hybrid whatever it might be i know roughly what we do within each of those cycles on a specific day yeah uh, and i'll be able to have a pretty good idea but we get the, the the sheets the actual paper um you know maybe a week before we start each um micro cycle we get the macros at the start of the macro cycles we get the micros at the start of the micro cycle and does he did those out by email or does he sort of like I, what i'm imagining the kind of thing you've explained is almost feels like school again because mm. you're saying you've got those three macro cycles throughout the yep. year and you can kind of break them into the three different terms and obviously you know that say especially when you get into the, the high years at school that you've got your mocks in like mm. say say for example mm. april when you've kind of got those a lot of the time you've got trials and then obviously you've got your big exams kind of mm. as, as mm. summer rolls around so is dave 
as you guys have finished a session, is you hand in by the door saying, good session today, off you go, here's your piece of paper, go and have <laughs> a read and then come back tomorrow. Well, it's almost like, well, we get given, we get handed out the sheets of paper at the start of the cycles. Yeah. So we'll get loads of bits of paper at the start of the cycle. Uh, and then he'll normally meet with us as a group. And then he'll also have one-on-ones, you know, major one-on-ones at the start of the cycle. And that'll dictate what the training program looks like. And there is a degree of athlete input. Obviously, it's it's coach's decision as final. Um, you know, as I've progressed through the squad and become more of one of the senior athletes, I've got more input when it comes to altering the cycles uh, yeah. and knowing what works best for me and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's how it works. And I really like it. And not many coaches do it. It's quite an old school way of approaching training. But um, I know that as hard as it is and as in the trenches you feel sometimes, Dave's very much one of those people where in a three-week block, you need to tick off 30 sessions because it's 10 each week. Yeah. You know, in a four-week block, it's 40 sessions. If you can tick off 40 out of 40 and finish, and he calls it signing off at the end of that block with 40 out of 40, executing each session as prescribed, yeah. when you taper, you will get results. Like, there's no two ways about it. There's yeah. no question marks. That's so prescriptive, no, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah, nothing left uncertain. And that's the way I really like to train. So it works really well for me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's mad how, yeah, I, I relating it back to some of the stuff that I've done in past and the way I think about things is, is I know you've, you've said it before, it's all about the consistency there. And that is the magic formula is almost just getting getting it done. But I guess the key is you need to be making sure you're doing the work to that level. So it's not not good enough just being there for the session and thinking, right, I can take a ride here. You've got to make sure you're, you're executing. Um, But you, you, you mentioned the the fact that you like to maybe feedback. And as you become more of a senior athlete, that's something you have more of a role in. What kind of thing is it that you'd maybe like to tweak or you have a preference towards as an athlete that differs to, I guess, what maybe the standard kind of model that you'd be set for is. Uh, I remember it's not loads. I'm normally pretty happy. We could kind of agree pretty eye to eye. We see eye to eye on a lot of these things. I remember a few years ago, it might have been last year, maybe the year before, we were prescribed an anaerobic block and I wanted a hybrid block, which is halfway between anaerobic and aerobic because it had, I felt I needed elements from both. I wasn't quite ready. I think I'd admit, I think maybe it was after COVID or something. I wasn't quite ready for pure anaerobic. Right. I didn't quite have the aerobic block to kind yeah. of allow the only reason you do aerobic training is to allow you to do anaerobic training. Ultimately, that's it's almost like building the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. To, to allow, allow you, you to do to, that high quality work. Because you can't you can't build the top of the pyramid if you've not got a base to stand on. Without the base, mate. There you go. There go. That's good. No, that's a town panel right there, everybody. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, you wouldn't see me like trying to construct the spires in Oxford City Centre. No, you not. wouldn't. <laughs> just not gonna work is it no it's not no spires would be falling down everywhere they would so, be and um, there'd be absolute carnage there'd be a lot of policy would be, that would, would be, be um would be affected there landing on voice all yeah. that stuff can't be having that star boy boys um, people but probably not cars because of the way the policy is going at the moment which is um that's some exciting stuff. quite controversial right direction quite controversial yeah is it yeah so i think car free city centers are the way forward personally car free city centers are good um in in uh principle but the problem is what about the people who live basically in the city center or just around it that rely on cars i.e for their to get their kids to school to go to work you can't really just turn up 
uh, and go, um, yeah, you can't use your car anymore. Um, you're going to mm. have to get, you're going to have to cycle everywhere or get on a bus. And the mm. only problem is what happens if your bus service, now I'm not, I'm not saying anything about Oxford bus service, but, but the bus service needs to be good for that to work. Yeah. And also you've got to think about the people who can't use active transport or maybe wouldn't want to use a bus. So they need to get around with cars. Um, so they're, they're all things that you've got to think about. I think it's a combination of allowing only residents within that area to use their cars so not allowing other people to come in and out of the city center yeah. secondly i think you need better ring road infrastructure that's important and parking facilities and park and ride and then i think the public transport needs to be improved not just in oxford but up and down the country and it also needs to be seen as more of a viable option mm. you know i don't think young people i know they try and do these schemes and stuff like that i think that's something that you know public transport we need to bring train fares down they're, oh, they're extortionate to get from here to manchester and stuff like that it's ridiculous and i, I just worry that especially the way we're going with the cuts that are coming and the inflation and the cost of borrowing. It's 11%, I mean, it's, mate. 11%. It's ridiculous. 11%. And it's it's predicted to only drop to 74 next year. The autumn budget came out, obviously, yesterday. And it's like, it's such a gloomy outlook. on the, And it's like the young people are going to be the ones who are really suffering, yeah. you know? Um, and it's going to have knock-on effects for, like, the climate crisis, town centre planning, all this stuff. So, But the, mate, but the tricky thing is... It's, it's all well and good, for example, us saying, okay, you need to get in a bus or you need to cycle somewhere. But let's take, I'm not, I'm not having a dig at you here or like even myself, but like in the morning, how do you get to training? I know, I know, I know, I know you're right. You're right. But okay, let's say, okay, so you could cycle because you're an active young man. But firstly, when it's 7.30 in the morning, it's pitch black. You've got mm. to carry your bag. Bear in mind that your training session or where you train is up on a hill. I've run up that hill. Brutal. Um, so it's those kind of things and how are you going to find a bus I don't know maybe there is a bus but mm. you then have to find a bus that's running and also you don't want delays and then if there's 20 people lining up for your bus and it's late yeah. and you miss training then it's it all impacts it so there are so many little things that you have to try and help to to encourage mm. people and as you say the cost is is such a huge thing it is an interesting one I just don't know how you encourage more people on public transport I think with yeah with buses and things like cycle routes are becoming better especially around bath uh, i do think train fares across the country need to come down one thing bath is good at is it is all car free in the city center yeah which is really is it good completely there's car free what there's there's a tax there are taxis and buses allowed through yeah certain routes but cars can't enter that bit um which yeah which is that's... a lot of voice yeah voice i'll tell you what voice are um even more controversial because obviously you mm. can't legally own a well you can legally own a scooter but you can't legally ride on, on private roads. roads yeah obviously yeah. you can ride a boy on on um private roads but the problem is then you get an, an issue in terms of who how, who's sharing the road and the pavement space because suddenly you've got for example in the center of oxford you've got buses competing you've got taxis mm. competing you'll have the odd car but you'll have like electric vehicles if they're allowed in certain places now you've yeah. got voice competing with cyclists and then you've forgotten pedestrians and also think if you're if you're disabled you need a wheelchair to get around you need the space for a wheelchair yeah. so you've just named seven things competing for road space there yeah um, and then as, as fun as it is for us to to go around on voice you you then do think well they're quite quiet mm. and people can't hear mm. them and stuff like no, that you're, but, right. Um, you're right no you're absolutely right and they do slow the flow of traffic and things like that i do think there's a lot to think about there it's interesting what's going on at maidenhead right now um i know they're really trying to redesign in the city center mm, there's a lot because there were just some they were planning things that were passed through that should never the nicholson center 
Yeah. You know, I think like shout out Nickinson and stuff. But it's just like <laughs> how on earth that was just plonked in the middle. And then there's that high rise that's been chucked shout right out. in the center, shopping center, like car yeah. park. As soon as you walk out of the main out of main station, this is a point my dad always makes. You walk out main station, you know, you want to be presented with the city. Like when you walk yeah. out a bar station, you're at the bottom of town. Oh, you have a wonderful. lovely pedestrian area with lovely restaurants and shops. Gourmet burger place. Oh, straight to GBK off yeah, the train. Straight you know? to GBK. You know, it's it's brilliant. But you walk out Mainland Station, it's like there's a car park right in front of you. And then there's yeah. like uh, some offices for three. There's three you know, the headquarters and they're, being, three. they're empty now. Which is coming down the car park. So I think they're starting to, and obviously the new developments around your place are lovely. I love the waterways yeah. and stuff, you know, right by Baked, Shower Baked and stuff. Yeah. I, actually so, went, um, I actually went in there a couple of days ago. Really? Um, so I didn't good, get myself it? a coffee though because I thought I'd save a bit of money and make my own myself a coffee at home when I got back. Good stuff. Good I stuff. treated Anna to a coffee, but I what <laughs> I did is I then came back, used her disposable like cup from baked and put my yeah, coffee yeah. in there, so it felt like I was having my. Felt like it. Muscle yeah, the matters, mate. It's still good. Not there. Now, shout out the guys. Now they always saw me out with a free flat white. So yeah, oh, decent. Up. I'll make sure to come in with you then next time. Yeah, a bit of name drop, mate, and then and then you'll be laughing. Okay, fair play. The week you freeze our hosts. So no, it's interesting. Maybe I know. Maybe we do an episode from Baked. Oh, pal, I'd really like that. Maybe no, we get the owner of Baked on. Yes. Really, he's really kind of capitalised on like that area becoming a lot nicer. Obviously, you've got yeah. Bar- is it Bardo Lounge? Yeah. Um, there's that one opposite Pizza Express that always changes, but it's yeah. something decent now, I think. And there's but a new pizza I'll, place. I'll tell you, well. though, that something that did strike me about this area is when I was walking back, um, probably from the train station in the morning, I actually looked at one of the, the shop windows and your face was on it. Um, oh, yes. you're actually you're actually making appearance at an event that is kind of I actually got an email and the, the header was come and see Tom Dean get Tom like <laughs> get a signature from Tom Dean and it was from the people that own basically the apartments where I live mm. um, which is all well and good but I'll tell you what we what we need we don't need a signature from Tom Dean we need CCTV in the in the reception area because people are taking parcels <laughs> so when you do that event if you could just drop the CCTV line in that'd be much well, appreciated I'm not coming until there's CCTV I don't know what Dodgy, <laughs> do. what Dodgy Dean is going to go on while I'm in there um, now nah, that's actually an interesting so yeah I do some work with um with Shanley Holmes yeah, the property developer based in Maintenance, and um, I know the Shanleys very well. Um, they do a lot Big of swimmers, work. Do. Well, yeah, exactly. So, um, um, their daughter, I think it's Cora, she swims for Maidenhead Marlins, which is brilliant. And they, 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 um, they have a, a special needs school called Beach Fields. I want to say just outside, uh, just on the edge of Maidenhead. They're subbing, so I've been there a few times. Oh, I love that school. It's, it's brilliant. Cool. What it's, in, I've never seen somewhere so brilliant and purpose-built so it's great shout out shanley homes uh love love working with them and yeah i'll be at that event doing some yeah. signings but i want to i want to work on I, I think i'm changing my, my autograph okay i think i'm going to change it because i've been signing dino in the past um because that's what i'm referred to within the is this world. is this our freestyle section well, your autograph i think it could be i think we need to we need a bit of a read sign so uh, yeah. if anyone has any suggestions send them in um, but I, I, or I do T Dean. It's quite hard because it's not really a letter T and D. Don't yeah, really, don't, you, you don't can't really link them up. There. No. You know, because my dad's is J Dean, so he just swoops the J around into Straight Dean, in. so it works. Works quite well. I, I, I don't know what you do. You've been, with, you've been done there with the T. as your first. Initial, got funny. Yeah. you call me John <laughs> instead of Thomas. <laughs> Would have made your life a lot easier. Yeah, I don't really sign many autographs. So, wait, signature um, and stuff though. 
Yeah, maybe when I'm accepting delivery. But you, these days you can just get away with a squiggle. But I'm, yeah. going, I'm dropping an AJ um, all day. But the only thing you've got to think about, if you're dropping a TD, it's not very... Um, like personal, if you're That's signing, thinking, right? I might just write Tom Dean. I'd go Thomas. Thomas, what? Thomas William Dean? Yeah, I'd just go go all out, <laughs> Mister Thomas William Dean. Because <laughs> then, then they really feel like they're getting to know you. Yeah, um, but maybe by the it's time that, that event rolls around, then um, you'll have that all sorted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be sweet. But, but, but yeah, we're yeah. we're actually coming to the end of season two now. We are, we, which is crazy. Which is kind of mad to think that season two started in Ivor for me when I was interviewing the wonderful Mr. George Chaplin. Yeah, goodness um, me. That's, that that's seems like a while ago. I can't believe that has flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, that goes quick. Um, but hopefully we're going to finish season two with a little guest episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guest that's on, a plan. Which would be nice. This one, hopefully, um, if we do get him on... Is not specifically swimming related, uh, which doesn't matter. You know, we can deal with anything. High achievers, uh, high achievers, oh, high achievers. Anyone, you name them, they're welcome. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll sort that out, and then yeah, we'll see where we're at with um, season three, and then get some get some exciting stuff your way as per. It's good, mate. No, it's good. It's good, and um, it's been a pleasure doing season two. We're going to go out with a bang on it. I'll tell I'll tell you what we need for season three. We need your Wi-Fi speed ups. Yeah, this is shocking. Shout out BT. You promised me 150 megabytes a second. I'm scraping 48 the last time I tested it. Yeah. So I will we be honest to them. We, are either, we either need a really long Ethernet cable that comes up your stairs, or we need a couple of boosters, or I'll throw it out there. We need a new br- broadband provider. BT is your last morning. The weekly free cell can't be five on 48 megabytes. Write articles about his Wi Fi. <laughs> I won't be doing the signing unless a CCTV and I get new <laughs> Wi-Fi. Why days? Yeah, well, I, I look forward to that being sorted out. Um, I'll come round and sort it out for you, mate. Yeah. Or no, the other option is you do the podcast from your front door. Bear in mind, do. your front door's downstairs. Mm. Um, so if anyone was to walk past, they'd just see you basically sat on the bottom of your stairs doing a With podcast. A microphone. But, but for people listening, it would be... Be got to do what you got to do. Got to yeah. do what you do. Absolutely. It's all about the listeners. Thank you very much for this episode. That was quite interesting, actually. We went off on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, but we did. I think that is that means we're calling for a planning for a planning episode in the near future. You think to get into the real nitty gritty? Well, of that we, interesting you, world planning links to to anything because I've I know I've discussed it before, but thinking about say the Commonwealth Games or the Olympics or um, they all have planning implications um mm. and it is a it is a world that does combine even some of the stuff i do um in oxford like looking at the the sports grounds where oxford united play in the kazam there's a there's a lot about how certain stadiums feed into local community and how mm. you can get people involved in that kind of stuff so there's scope for it it's exciting stuff mate planning's life live and breathe it and i actually but, i'm actually so interested in like i love infrastructure videos i i've got i subscribe to so many like infrastructure videos <laughs> this sounds so tragic <laughs> So many infrastructure YouTube channels. They're my favorite like type of YouTube. Which is your favorite? Uh, the B1M. So he did a, he did oh, a massive okay. thing on on Crossrail. He does a lot about skyscrapers. Uh, mm. HS2. He did big episodes on. You know, really, really. I did a really great one on Battery Power Station recently. You know, oh, that was planning, a good, good place. Planning infrastructure, all this stuff. Like I absolutely love. Um, yeah, there's so many channels on YouTube. I, that I love. To. I love infrastructure when it goes well. For example, heading yeah. out of London yesterday evening. Mum and I were on a 17-minute train home to Maidenhead. It's it's it took us longer it? to get from um, 
Where were we? Around Piccadilly Circus, Oxford Circus Way yeah. to Paddington, than it did from yeah. Paddington to Maidenhead. We, was that an Elizabeth line, or was it? Uh, uh, no, Mum got the Elizabeth it was one line of the fast in ones. that took us straight into um, Liverpool Street. I think it is. Um, it's great. So they no, can go all the way, all yeah, the way to Liverpool Street. I it? could be sat on a train at Reading, and it would be going to Canary Wharf. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. I tell you what I love is the stations as well. They, you step out and it looks like you're in an artist's impression of like a futuristic tube mm. station, you know, a much more spacious and airy. So I, yeah, think there's, I think there's something here for us to do. We, we take the pod out and look at infrastructure products. I think I'd be all for that swimming X infrastructure. There's something there, isn't there? There's something in there. I'm um, thinking of a TV series on Channel 5. <laughs> <laughs> I was hosting infrastructure. <laughs> Like, look at the infrastructure of pools and stuff. If you go to the Middle East and talk about the infrastructure of pools, I'd be bang up for that. Oh, infrastructure of uh, Qatar World Cup, controversial. Very maybe controversial. maybe we save that for a future episode. Yeah, and we are going to come back to our World Cup team. Um, keep keep getting those suggestions in. We've had some nice ones. Um, yep. but yeah, we're building. Um, so keep an eye out. And for those people in the swimming world, um, keep working on your football skills because there are spaces up for crabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks for that one. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much for that, mate. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you.